She literally says, well, I for one couldn't help noticing that the male-dominated Wookiee kingdom seems to mirror our own... Oh, Wookiee. Not oh. Wookiee. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're right. I was like... Mm. No, no, I'm sorry. Copyright. Um, and Murphy actually says, well, I for one couldn't help noticing that the male-dominated wo- Wookiee... me. <laughs> Ready, graphics? Ready, theme? Hi, I'm Jesse Mullins. And I'm Lauren Milberger. And this is FYI, the Murphy Brown Podcast. So so how do you sing it? How do you sing our theme song? Like do you go dee 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 like Yeah, I do my dee deets. But I usually dee 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 to myself. And I always have to like look sideways on the dee 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 dee. And welcome to the season one roundup. Hi, I'm Lauren. Hey, it's Jesse. Surprise! Surprise, we're back earlier than you thought. We missed you guys so much. Like, truly, truly. It's been longer for us since it has been for you. Behind little behind-the-scenes stuff. And we just felt like maybe a month was a little too long to go without each other. So we're going to do a fun little uh, bonus season one roundup episode. Yeah, and I think we're going to probably do this at the end of every season. Yeah, it was fun. It was it, really fun. We uh, We were texting each other about how we were playing it fast and loose with these answers. So we came up with 11 questions that we're going to answer for you and we couldn't whittle it down to 10 so i'm just going to say that our fandom of murphy brown goes up to an 11 on the spinal tap scale (laughs) (laughs) i knew lauren was going to make that face at me i love it i'm a beautiful weirdo Mm, but you're my beautiful weirdo baby Mm -hmm. so we are going to we haven't what we're going to do is ask each other questions like, who is your favorite regular character this season? So on and so forth. We don't know each other each other's answers. Nope. Aside from what I think some of us suspect of each other, if you've listened to the season. It's a big surprise. Some of our of feelings are very obvious. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're at, let's, this is going to be a shorter episode. It's fast and loose and fun. And then, oh, should we talk about season two? Yes. So we will be starting season two Monday, September 24th, also known as the new Murphy Brown premiere week. So season two will feature a new format as we venture into unstreamed territory. So we will be dropping episodes every other week on Mondays. But keep an eye out because on certain Thursdays, we might have a little revival coverage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe. You know we're watching. Uh-huh. We're going to have thoughts that we're going to need to share with you. Exactly. And... Yes, so we... Let's go in. Let's set this up right now. Jesse, you want to take the first question? All right, so first question is, who was your favorite regular character? You're asking me first? Yes. Okay, so this one is hard because... Obviously. It's obviously Murphy. (laughs) And I feel like that isn't a original or um, detailed answer. That's but okay. she'll always be my favorite. Fast and loose. But I have to say, mm-hmm. I've grown a fondness in different ways for other characters as opposed to being sort of a big blob of the other guys. Yeah, Murphy and then the gang. Yeah, the gang. That's better. Mm-hmm. Other guys sound so terrible. I love everybody and I yes. love them individually. But I feel like it's like we were talking about before, mm-hmm. I have new glasses. And it's like mm-hmm. when I put on my glasses mm-hmm. and I had my current actual prescription, I could see everything clearer. Exactly. There was definition between the lines. Yes. And I appreciate the characters more, mm-hmm. even though I love them more. And a lot of that is mm-hmm. thanks to you. Hey. Hey, now. Yeah. Don't make me blush. I appreciate Quirky more. Yeah. I appreciate uh, Jim more. I mean, how can you not? And... Seeing this with an adult eye, I appreciate Frank more. 
Oh, yes. Yes, we will be talking about that. So, to no one's surprise, my favorite regular character is Mr. Jim Dial. I just love him so much. And I have the same thing. For me, Murphy, she's a titular character. Of course she is the character. But for me, if I'm going to go with a series, reg- a season regular, I just, it always comes back to Jim. I love meeting Jim this first season, and he just stands out to me. No one's surprised by our answers. Something I really love, though, is online, as the revival has been announced, mm-hmm. realizing how many fans of Jim there are yeah. and how upset people are that he's not returning. I know. And the people who clearly haven't re- read that yet and are yeah. asking us questions, and we're like, I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you this news, but he's 81. No, the... <laughs> The, the worst one is, which I can't even tell people. When they're asking, is Eldon going to be there? Yeah, or why isn't Eldon here? I won't watch the show. I, yeah. And I just can't tell them. Yeah. They'll figure it out. They will. Yeah. Continuing on. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite guest character, Jesse? Avery Brown. Mama Avery Brown. She just... Yeah. And, I, and it's not because I know that she comes back later and becomes an even bigger character. It's just her presence shakes things up for Murphy in a way that no other episode does. There's something about meeting the creator and the reason why. And Colleen Dewhurst, man, I just can't, I can't not love her forever. I know. And and, and again, I, I agree with you, Jesse. I mean, we are just uh, so in sync. What's yours? Uh, well, I was going to pick Avery. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling that you were. Not that that would make me change it. Of course. We're allowed to have the same. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt some of her favorite episodes tend to be later. Later, mm-hmm. yes. So I might save her for maybe my favorite season three. Uh, just to kind of mix it up. Sure. So this is maybe tied, mm-hmm. but I wanted to give a different perspective. Uh, I have to say Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, I was not... I don't know if I remembered him as nuanced as he was. Yeah, and it's really sort of wonderful to see Leslie Jordan in an early role and as an actor, just see how much he hasn't changed. That this was the pureness of who he was. And and maybe the audience didn't really know who he was yet, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't that he was bad. It was just that he hadn't been discovered yet by a a larger crowd or hadn't found that role. Mm -hmm. And as character actors, as we talked about Mm -hmm. on the show, it's really sort of lovely to see he still had it all right there he just had to find the part that would get him noticed. He's incredibly inspiring for from a performer's perspective. And I was just having this conversation with someone about the the incredible power and advantage you have truly knowing who you are mm-hmm. and how you don't fit in and how that can serve you. He is so unabashedly himself and he made a career out of it instead of trying to make himself anything but. And it's beautiful. Bye. So, Lauren, who was your favorite secretary of season one? I kind of have a tie. <gasps> okay. It's really hard. Okay. So, it's a cross between mm-hmm. our friend Marianne from I, Baby Love. I mean. And Robert. Here's what's funny. I have the same thing <laughs> written down. Of course you do. <laughs> I just, when I was looking for, spoiler, we're going to talk about our favorite lines later. One of the lines that stood out to me was just Marianne Muller-Liley's secretary screaming to Frank as he enters and screaming everything to everyone. And I just could not stop laughing. Obviously, I'm going to be... I feel like we could split this. I feel like you can take Marianne and I'll take Robert. Okay. And I feel like that We're works. We're done. Because we... Great. Okay. Robert. Yes. Marianne. <laughs> I 
just they're the two that I remember. The only sec- the Robert, head. the only secretary to get a full arc, mm-hmm. three episodes, the trilogy of Robert, really, oh, the greatest trilogy ever made. Yeah. And Marianne, she's just, and we find more and more reasons through other actors that we speak to and so on that she is she's just as great of a person to know as she was as a performer and that's there's a reason she stands out for that secretary mm-hmm. jesse which relationship was your favorite oh this was hard mm-hmm. oh this one so was really hard. hard so I, hard intellectually i immediately wrote down murphy and corky because i was so so struck by that mm-hmm. and i was like well intellectually like this is the the one that mattered so much to me by the final episode however it's Murphy and Jim for me. Seeing the uh-huh. first slugger, seeing at the end of Soul Man, see, there's just something about it that was just such a beautiful rock. I just adore, I just adore their relationship so much, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't pick another one. How about yours? Yeah, mine didn't really change. I said Frank and Murphy. Mm-hmm. I just really loved their relationship, and I felt like I could see so much more layers. We don't have as big neurotic Frank mm-hmm. as eventually we'll have as he gets older. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little. There's a quality to their friendship that is stronger later, but is different than I remember, and I really, really love it still. Yeah. Then I, as a second thought, wrote down Miles and Murphy. Mm-hmm. But since we've we've already recorded the first episode of season two, um, I think maybe Murphy and Miles might be my season two. We'll yeah. see. Um, but uh, gotta I, stick. I think yeah. for you, from what you're saying, it's kind of similar to how I was like, well, Corky and Murphy, yeah, because of those arcs that we talked about at the end of in the morning show, but. Yeah, it's the heartstrings that the relationships really get. I can see that. I feel like what you're saying about Frank and Murphy's relationship is, for me, kind of what you did with Avery Brown. With, like, she'll be your favorite yeah. guest character later. I feel like their relationship might be my favorite relationship later. Yeah, so my thoughts haven't changed. They've just been made richer. Yes. Yes. So, Lauren, which character surprised you? Uh, Corky? Yeah. And again, that is thanks to you, Jesse. No. Uh, I saw a lot of things in Quirky that I didn't see before. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot more dimensions. I mean, I think a lot of this also has to do with the fact that I am an adult watching it and I'm not a child. Yep. But I really, you know, the great thing about this podcast is that we are looking at it with new eyes mm-hmm. where we might not even looked at it as adults, but because we're doing a podcast on it. And so doing so and listening to your thoughts on Quirky completely changed my thoughts about her. And I'm a better person for it. Oh, thanks, Lauren. You're welcome. I, similarly, I, when you say, you know, being Murphy's age and watching this, for me, it's, I have the, I'm the in-between Corky and Murphy. Mm-hmm. And so I have, it's weird being older than Corky and watching this and just why, I'm feeling very protective of her. I'm surprised at the investment I have in Corky and like the, the I almost put her as my favorite regular character, like that she almost took Jim, Jim's spot. Well, wow. Which... I was not prepared for. However, I've, I've come, become accustomed to my intense, quirky love. So the character that I wrote that surprised me, probably no surprise to you, is Miles. Season one, Miles really surprised me, and oh, not in yeah. the best way. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking so, like, going forward in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And and that's such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, he. Uh, I was not expecting to have the reaction I did. Um, I also, and part of that is I really enjoyed that I found myself disliking him because it shows how much growth his character has. And it, it makes me really excited to watch the Miles I'm more familiar with co- going forward um, and have that kind of new eye. It really gave me, that was my newest eye to the show, I would say. 
nice. is my eye on Miles. <laughs> okay. What episode did you think what would be your favorite, and did that change? So, yes, I thought going in that my favorite episode would be Summer of 77, episode 20. It wasn't. My favorite episode was Mama Said, episode 15. It just really, I, I didn't, I knew I loved Avery and Murphy's relationship to the point that I almost made it my favorite relationship. <laughs> but I, as an adult woman, watching this and watching the way that your relationship with your family affects you past being a child, it just, it really opened up a lot of doors for me considering my family and our interactions, and Murphy in particular, that she's still her mother's daughter at the end of the day. I felt a lot of kinship with her in that moment. Oh. Yeah. I also went in thinking that Summer of 77 was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I also realize now that many of the scenes in it are my favorite because I'm on another plane. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking more about that in season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's Soul Man. Oh, I love Soul Man so much. And I, I don't know if it's because of how in-depth we went in our episode mm-hmm. and things that we learned. Uh, I really, the line is really blurred because it's one of my favorite episodes of our podcast Same. as well. But I love the relationship with her and Jim. I love what it's saying about society then and unfortunately today. Yep. So it's a great combination of a message and a really funny episode. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that's my favorite now. That episode is the reason why uh, Murphy and Jim's relationship is my favorite. Yeah, it's so great. Soul Man is incredible. I Ooh, maybe for the future we should have a question of what's our favorite podcast episode. Ooh, yes. That's very different. Oh, I like I that. I agree that Soul Man is up there. Yeah. Um, so what episode surprised you, Lauren? Well, this was hard. Um, I think it's the morning show. Mm-hmm. But my first thought was to moments that surprised me, mm-hmm. not necessarily episodes that surprised mm-hmm. me. And... And so my gut, again, we're going with our first gut reactions, yeah. was Corky's scene on Moscow on the Potomac when she comes up to the two of them and just reprimands them for not getting along. Yeah. And it changed the whole, it changed my whole idea of the episode and my thoughts on it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I originally thought it was going to be the episode that surprised me. Kind of, I, I was really between Devil with a Blue Dress on and Morning Show for similar reasons because of that, the arc of the women. But I ended up putting, um, I really thought back on when we discussed the episodes and Moscow on the Potomac was the episode that I was like, I really didn't think that I liked this episode Mm -hmm. that much. And I ended up liking it so much more than I remembered because of the the new eyes that I have as an adult woman. And watching, and I think it's just, it feels really relevant right now to me as well. Uh, But I was, that episode really surprised me. Jesse, which episode would you like to see remade today? Set me free. Oh, the uh, and again, another episode that surprised me watching that. I can't watch that episode with the same eyes I used to. Mm -hmm. I can I have a I know retroactively how amusing and funny that episode was. I can't find it funny today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what I would really like to see if I was going to pick an episode from season one for the revival to tackle a similar episode conversation it would be that one the the gunman on the set is one of the ones that weirdly feels the most dated to me Hmm. because we just couldn't do it today that way yeah and we talked about that absolutely for me it's soul man Mm -hmm. because as i found it in my research it's still happening yep and uh to have murphy once again go up against 
the patriarchy yeah. in the same way she did 30 odd years ago. Smash it. Just yeah, keep smashing it. Would be interesting to me. Yeah, the hydra that is the patriarchy is <laughs> still going. Uh, so, Lauren, what were your top three outfits? Oh, it's so hard. I know. Uh, it's really hard. I, I This was the most fast and loose. I was like, oh, good yeah. God, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and though I say not in any particular order, mm-hmm. number one is the red jacket, the huntress jacket. Huntress. The red one with the, the, the black collar. It's our logo. It's our logo. We can't not love it. Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic in it in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's iconic to me. And red is Murphy, Murphy Red. I mean, she's wearing red in the revival trailers. Mm-hmm. It's That's the one that stands out for me. Uh, my number two is the mustard-colored jacket in the opening, I Would Have Danced All Night. Mm-hmm. The collar up. Mm-hmm. Love it with the gold jewelry. Uh, and then, oh, this is so hard. Uh, I think my third one is the wrap coat from uh, the Einstein episode. Yeah, sort of that blush coat. color. Like it's not really white, mm-hmm. but uh, it has like a coat tie in the pants. And then special mention for the Christmas outfit because of the gloves, the green gloves. So yeah, Jesse. Um, for me again, it was a similar thing with like picking a favorite regular character. Murphy, duh. For me, the Huntress jacket was kind of a duh. Yeah. So I didn't pick it. Haha. <laughs> Also, because I kind of figured you were going to pick it, so I knew we were going to get a mention in yeah. there. Um, and again, this is in no particular order, but because you just said it, the end of Murphy's Pony, in that I have my quote from my notes from that episode, Murphy outfit, ah! The gray knee skirt, the black blazer with the silver buttons, the white bl- blouse with the brooch, the black hose, the poncho blanket scarf draped and thrown over her shoulders, and those green leather gloves with the burgundy shoes. I just can't handle it. It's so good. And also comes back the next episode, almost in full. I to me that is that is Murphy's like fashion forward modern woman outfit, and I mm-hmm. love it so much. Um I have I had to give a shout out to Corky outfits because I feel like we think a lot about Murphy's clothing, but Corky has some great stuff. And there's that outfit in episode four, Sign Seal Delivered, where Corky's wearing a long sleeved blue dress with a matching belt, with a red scarf and a gold brooch and these just gray pumps. And I remember that was one of the first times in our podcast where I was like, I would wear that today. <laughs> and I just love that outfit. Uh, my final third outfit. Yes. So much like the the negative surprise, I'm going to go for not a fashion forward moment and a funny outfit, which is the Fez outfit from Mama Said. I love it is great that moment of fashion when she and mama avery walk out in those outfits that she has that horrible hat on it is so good i love watching murphy be uncomfortable same what was your favorite line oh this was hard super hard okay so i almost went through all of my recaps to find every time i wrote down a full gym monologue or every time i wrote down my favorite just one liner that i knew going in there are so many honorable mentions as far as those great one-liners we all know, even if we don't know what episode they're from. Mm-hmm. However, yes, I stopped myself. You did. And I just found, wrote down the first line that I could think of. Yes. Which was from Soul Man. I have better things to do, but I want to tell you something. I think you're petty. I think you're small. And your zipper's down. Ha, made you look. Nice. To me, that that is the Murphy that I aspire to be. It's the Murphy that I freaking love, and it's why I love this show. It is a moment of utter dramatic clarity and 
and efficiency use of words and something that really cuts someone in such a way that they cannot ignore what you just said, followed by a childish moment of humor. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Mine is, she thinks Camus is a soap. Yeah. It's been mine for (laughs) months. It's my favorite line of the entire series. It's It's amazing. my favorite line ever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That didn't change. I knew that was, I knew what was coming. (laughs) Yeah, I think you knew. And finally, what was your favorite cold open? So, again, sort of without thinking, devil with the blue dress. Mm. It's so fun. It's something that everyone does. You know, you you sing to the music as you get ready for the day and you tap your feet. And I love the fact that I originally had thought that it was, you know, two people. It was actually just quirky. I, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I'm sure that there's one that I'll think of after we record this that I like even better, but that one's just fun. Oh, I, I, the entire time I was answering these questions, I was like, I'm going to change my mind on all of these mm-hmm. things later when I suddenly remember something. But I had to go with, again, first thought, best thought, my favorite cold open is Jim and Soul Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Jim coming in, bopping, bopping to the music, doing his little routine, and immediately, damn. It's just perfect. It is really good. And those are our questions. Yeah. Goodbye, season one. Goodbye, season one. Hello, season two. Hello, Brother Silverberg. Season two, episode one, written by Diane English. And we will actually be joined again for the Brother Silverberg with... Barnett Kelman. Yes. You know that guy. He directed and created the visual world of Murphy Brown. Exactly. So you should definitely join us September 24th as you gear up to see Murphy Brown back on CBS. Mm -hmm. September 27th. 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. When Murphy Brown returns to CBS. We're so excited to watch with you guys. Talk soon. Bye. 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 Dan Quayle, Dan Quayle, Dan Quayle, Dan Quayle.